This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. And this is our double podcast, our review podcast for this week, is we went ahead and went and saw The The Mummy. Mummy. First thing I want to say right out the gate, spoilers all over the place. It's in the title. I'm saying it right now. We're going to spoil the shit out of this. So you've been warned. Basically, you've been warned. Can't get mad if you don't see it. Can't get mad if you see this before the movie. How we kind of do this is we kind of talk about general thoughts of the movie, what we thought here, some interesting things. And then at the end, we give our rating out of five somethings. This is going to be five curses. We're going to rank it out of five curses. And then we're going to give our show stealer award or show stopper award, whatever. Stealer. The, the person who stole the show the most and is the MVP of The Mummy. But, Johnny, this was a movie where the first thing I want to start with with this one was it had so much hype. It did. It had so Huge much amount of hype. Like, and I, I don't know if it was the same for everyone. And if it wasn't for you, let me know down below in the comment section. But for me... Maybe it was because for the last how many weeks before this movie, you and I talking about the Dark Universe, how Dr. Jekyll fits into the movie, talked about the, like, we've talked about this universe, this Dark Universe, so much that I was excited and hyped for this movie. Coming in, I'm like, I knew that the reviews were kind of not so positive, but I'm like, please be good. Please be. I've been hyped for this universe because maybe it's because we've talked about it yeah. so much. That does add to it. But I leaving this movie, that hype didn't pay off, and I left disappointed. I don't know how you felt, but that's how I was at the beginning of this movie. So hyped and then disappointed at the end. Just disappointed. Did you have the same feeling? No, I thought it was an okay movie. Now, I wouldn't say fantastic. No, I thought it was okay. I I mean, there were parts that could Mm -hmm. have been revised and redone. Mm -hmm. And as we talked about in the car and stuff like that, it could have. Talk about here. Talk about now, too. (laughs) But we already, I'm saying we already talked about it. It could have had. We've we've briefed each other. We could have had more of the mummy in it. Exactly. Well, and my biggest, that was one of my biggest kind of things against this movie. And I hit a lot where that was number one. It was called The Mummy, but it should have been called The Soldier because it wasn't about The Mummy. It was about The Soldier of Fortune. It was more about <laughs> Tom Cruise and his character than yeah, it was true. about The Mummy. It was more about like, really what they should have called this is Welcome to the Dark Universe because that's what it seemed like. And the thing that like that dark was, universe and intro. I, I'm just I'm just gonna really quickly get my bullet points out there, and okay. then I want to hit each of them if that's okay with you. Sure, we can do the that. The first one was the mummy wasn't the main focal point. Yeah, and was kind of like a side piece to let's fucking set up the universe. Number two, I felt like this movie tried to be too many different genres at one time. Tried to be a monster movie. Tried to be a little bit of a horror movie with its jump scares. Tried to be a full comedy movie at times. I know you need comic relief, but it tried to be too much of a comedy at sometimes. It tried to be an action movie at sometimes. There were so much thrown in that it just felt like gobbledygook. 
okay. in that kind of a sense. That was number two. Number three, why, like, Russell Crowe and Mr. Hyde, I felt like maybe maybe the scene with actual Eddie Hyde, maybe we didn't need that. And that's something we're going to talk about. That was number three. But the only other thing I can think of is back, kind of backtracking to that one point in a way of this movie was just to set up the universe. And there were so many things that it detracted from the actual mummy and shouldn't have been called the mummy at all. Okay. Really, okay, two points. Two big points that are circling through my head. I felt like I had more walking out of the theater, but the mummy wasn't the main point. And the second one of just, it felt like it was too much at one time. It felt like it was too much. And I even mentioned that to you, and you felt like, Right after the movie, you didn't see that in a way. Yeah, I think this is one of those I know movies the where character development. Okay. That was I, okay, I, I yeah. was like, I knew there was a There's third something else. Character development. But going back on that point, I felt there was too many genres, and I know you didn't feel the same. No, way. I mean actually this is probably one of those movies. Most of them we kind mm-hmm. of you can see in the past ones, we kind of agreed on them a lot. Yeah. It's probably gonna be one we we don't see we eye to eye on. Disagree on, and this is probably going to be my worst re- my worst reviewed movie that probably. we've done so far. But my thing with I'm gonna first hit on your um, it was too many things at once. Yes, because it's simple. Simple. As yes, monster movies back when they came out mm-hmm. were also horror movies. Yes. So what you're calling a monster and a horror movie, mm-hmm. kind of the same genre. Then put those together. Yeah, we'll put those together. So it was a and, monster horror movie and an I can, action I can, movie and a comedy. I can, I can almost semi I can only mm-hmm. semi agree with you when you say they tried to be a comedy. I think they just tried to throw in too many comic relief points. Which made me feel like you're trying to maybe it was the word I'm looking for out of those genres. Yeah. There were too many of those tropes maybe, in this movie. Maybe there are too many tropes. There are too to many where it's like like I and Kind of going off, this creates a fourth point that I forgot about. I never, and I said this immediately after the movie. Okay. I never felt like a constant story. I felt that one I completely agree with you on. I felt like the story was very and chopped up, like chopped up into bits and pieces. Yeah, together kind of made a movie, but overall it was kind of like. And here are the distinct different. Pieces. I felt like that in the intro. Yeah, and I mean, there was too much, too many like chopped points in the intro. Because what did we get? There was something before we told, got. So they showed like here's the bits and pieces. Yeah, they show us about the stone. Yeah, so they show us the crusaders with the stone. Yeah, they tell us the backstory of Amanad. Yeah, they then kind of look into. They did like an almost like like right before they did Amanad's story, mm-hmm. they did like the semi intro thing. Where they showed like stuff from um what's what's the group called? Uh the Russell Crowe's group. Yeah, whatever Russell Pan- Crowe's group. Pan- Pandigian or Pandigi- whatever. The Pandigian whatever, whatever it it's Pandigian. called. The first of all, why did we like my thing, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you in the choppiness when it comes to Knights Templar, yes, all of us they found the tomb. All of a sudden, yeah, well, here's the thing. Knights yeah. Templar, all of a sudden. They find the Knights Tomb. In, like, hen, semi-intro thing, and then we go over to Omnit's story. We probably could have rearranged that a little bit well, and made it more continuity and flowing. I got what they were trying to do with oh, I that. Get, I get it, but it's like, it didn't work well. And they also had, like, those bits and pieces of, like, BBC News and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not needed. 
No, no, that semi-intro in the mm-hmm. beginning wasn't needed. We could have done something else. Mm-hmm. And those pieces could have been kind of put somewhere else in the movie, and it would have made a lot more sense. It's a continuity flow up until, like, um, was Aminette's story mm-hmm. is over. Like, up until that point, even the, I could kind of maybe see starting off with Aminette's story, even, how they did. But it's like that... The whole intro did not flow into the movie. That's where I saw the choppiness. Once mm-hmm. the movie got through that, all that, I kind of got like, okay, now it's starting to flow, kind of. You know, that's where I, that's what I felt. You know what I think we should have done if I'm rearranging that right now in my head? Yeah, because it shows the quote, this quote about like the afterlife from yeah. an, Egypt, an Egyptian pharaoh. Yeah, right then, I would have started with the Aminet story. Just hearing Russell Crowe's voice. And kind of seeing the story of the mummy. Yeah. Of her backstory. That would have worked perfectly. Then kind of playing that into the kind of reversed of how you had it. Play the mummy story. Then it kind of like focuses out and he's standing there in the tomb. Yeah. He's then- standing there in the tomb because he knows the stone is there. Like the the, the crusader part's the only one. Where I don't know. Maybe you put the Crusader one first and then the Aminette story and then something with Russell Crowe or not even that Russell Crowe standing in the tomb at all. I mean, you could have them just find that later and still be able to do that. But that wasn't my big just overall. I felt like the story was very segmented in chops and I felt like that kind of went into the different kind of genres because it was like okay you're trying to be a monster movie of course you are you're setting up a monster horror universe but it was all thrown together kind of piece by piece and not connected yeah and another thing that was brought up i know in the car we were watching because usually i stay away from his reviews yeah because most of them are negative and i'm i was actually thinking about this while watching the movie was Usually, most of our reviews have been on the brighter side. Yeah, more positive. Like, if we're giving a movie a bad review, it's like three out of five. That was the that worst was we've a, done so that's far. That's a bad review for us. And yeah. we've never had one that's been zero or one. And we were watching Movie Bob's review, mm-hmm. and he brought up a point that I didn't think about until after the movie, hearing him say it. It's funny how. Of course, DC's getting our Universal's getting on the bandwagon that DC and Marvel have now been on, building a universe. And Marvel, of course, they did it right. They're the ones that created the whole universe thing. How did they do Iron Man 1? How did they do it? It was based on Iron Man. It was based on Iron Man. You focused in on Iron Man, and then in an after credit scene, oh, by the way, there's other heroes like you. And bam, the universe is set up. This movie was like, hey, there's a mummy, but let's push her over to the side. Where's this pangigium thing that is going to set up this universe? Hey, there's Swamp Thing's hand. Ooh, there's a vampire skull. Yeah, and that's Ooh, stuff, is that Frankenstein? And I agree. That stuff didn't need to be focused on. Mm-hmm. Those little, like, things. It should have been, like, Easter, Easter eggs. eggs in the background. I mean, I can, I can get the, the direction they went in because do you want to exactly copy mm-hmm. someone who already did it and just be considered, oh, they just copying the same exact so here's, i get why here's, here's the point i have on okay that, and this is where i'm going to interject the only thing i have against that is i kind of think of the saying 
that I believe it goes why fix wasn't broken. If, if someone, it ain't broke, don't fix if it. If someone else did it and it worked, why like why go away from that just to be different when we're having this conversation? Like with something like that, yeah. I think that is something to where it's like if you would have just did it like Marvel did, because we even found the reference yeah. in Thor one when they're walking through kind of the undercrypt of uh Asgard, um, you see Thor's the, trophy yeah, room. Yeah, you see in the background, ooh, there's the Infinity Gauntlet. Ooh, there's that relic. There's this relic. There's that one. But they don't focus in on them like, bam, that's it. It's just kind of like them walking by yeah. kind of a thing. No, and I agree. There's stuff with that they could have done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get what they're – I'm trying – like, there was – and while thinking about it, it's like, okay, I kind of get the direction they wanted to go in. They wanted to set that Indigium mm-hmm. – Pandigium. Get a different name, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. That I love, one. I love how you're after we saw it was like, I don't care what Latin it is. It's too hard to say. I'm sorry. They they just need to get a different name for it. It's cool that they're trying to do something like that, but get a different name. Anyways, that's I'm not going to fault it for you're that. I'm not going to harp on that too. No, much. I'm not going to harp on it. I'm not going to fault it for that. Mm-hmm. What they should have um Oh, yeah. So we went with the Iron had, Man had 1. I think a little bit. I forgot where we were for a okay. second. Um, yeah, it's, no, it's late, I, guys. I get it that they don't want to do, like, that we, mm-hmm. as you think, they should have done it the Iron Man 1 way. Yeah. And there should have been more mummy with it. I completely agree with that. Well, it's called the mummy. And I know, I know. But let's think of it this way, too. Think of the first and second mummy movies. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a lot more mummy than we did in this one. Yeah, but we also it was all like Brendan Fraser, yeah, no, 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 no. Son, but, but, but that's not. But, 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 but what? That is not the harp we're going on. You yeah. can take those two main characters, yeah, and still not have the mummy be the main focus. Have them be it and be a mummy movie. The thing that this one did, yeah, and what threw it all off was trying to set like they focused too much on setting up the universe to where they should have just said. Let's focus in on the mummy and set the universe at the end. Because it looked like to me what they were trying to do is here's the universe. We are going to set it up. Oh, and by the way, the mummy's here. See, I think by the way, the mummy's the first one we're going to start with. And I even said this to you after we saw the movie was I feel like like they can fix this. This can be fixed. Yeah. However... If they do fix it, I feel like this movie is going to kind of be like the Hulk or Iron Man 1, where we look back on it and we kind of don't think of it. We don't think like when you say great, like what's your top three, top five Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, you're not going to throw Iron Man 1 in there. I wouldn't. I'm not going to throw Iron Man 1 in there. It It started everything off. So Yeah, no, but in that sense, that's the only thing it did. Otherwise, it was just an Iron Man movie. Yeah, but I have to ask you this, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you really, in a in a f- maybe half thirty second clip or less, mm-hmm. set up the Indigium or the Pandigium, whatever the hell it's called? <laughs> how do you set up that group in only thirty seconds or less? Well, it's I'm, really hard to. I'm not saying thirty seconds or less. Well, you said kind of like here's, the same way Iron Man did. Here's what they could have done. This okay. is what I would have done. Have most of the movie, maybe three-fourths of the movie, be about the mummy. Maybe even half of it. Okay. About the mummy. Then have at the end, like after the kind of credit scene of 
because you'd have to change characters in this sense of what they're doing. The um, character that was played by Annabelle Wallace, who was uh, Jenny, mm-hmm. you'd have to change her. She's no longer um, equipped with the Pandigium group. You okay. would have her the same character along with Tom Cruise. However, I would have them at the end. And okay. then having Russell Crowe kind of explain everything. Explain, like, you maybe, or maybe have them in it, like, hey, we're Pandigium. But don't have everything focused in on them all the time. Like, even that fight with, like I said, Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe. Yeah. I felt like that wasn't needed. And I know how I asked you, was it needed? And you kind of threw out, I love how you threw up the softball of like, well, is anything needed? Is Was anything really needed? Which I love that argument in, in a way, because that's really this person saying, I got nothing. Well, no. I got nothing Let for me ask you, you though. So I'm going to throw that out Let, at I'm going to ask you, though. <laughs> I mean, because I will ask, mm-hmm. is everything in the movie that's in there needed? Because sometimes you just have to throw parts that you can enjoy in there, and they don't have to be in there, but they were good, yes. so they threw it in. So that's why I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I, that part a lot. I thought it was a fun fight sequence, but with, like, and here's the fine line. Yeah. it's This is the fine line. If it was a favorable movie and we liked it, yeah, would have never questioned it. But because it was not a solid, rock-solid movie, we questioned stuff like that. And the reason I look at it is... The thing that Marvel does great, and I'm Mm going to reference this back to Marvel a lot because they are the ones that started this. We talk about DC and they have potholes in their universe. Yeah. Dark Universe, Universal has just kind of, in my mind, has started to cement maybe Marvel's the only one that should be doing this universe thing because they are the creators of it. It's kind of like... I'm going to use a sports reference for you. Okay. It's kind of like the triangle, the triangle offense that Phil Jackson ran with the Bulls. Worked great in Chicago, but then he brought it over to New York recently. Doesn't work quite as well. Like, just because Marvel did it and it was able to work doesn't mean it's going to work for monster movies. Because, like, I mentioned to you after we saw it, obviously after we saw it, we didn't talk during the movie. Duh, Ricky. However... (laughs) After we saw it, I even mentioned to you, how are we linking in the other movies? Because yeah. this movie cemented it that it is present day. And if you already have Swamp Thing's hand, that's in the past. If you already have Frankenstein's skull, that's in the past. How are you going to link all these together? How? And I know that, I mean, Tom Cruise's character at the end, the Soldier, the soldier of Fortune, he kind of has the... Um, life and death, like... Set powers now, set yeah. Set powers where he's a monster, and, like, Russell Crowe says, sometimes you need a monster to fight a monster. But I just feel like if the story was more solid and we had a more concrete woven story, I would have never mentioned that scene as being like, well, did we need that scene? Because the story would have been so rock solid to where I wouldn't have minded it. I guess it was sort of... At the same time, I'm thinking, in some senses, it was mm-hmm. an escape scene for the mummy too. If your foundation isn't strong, yeah, everything above it will fall. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just trying to say, we did get like again. I'm going to bring mm-hmm. it back to you. It's going to kind of tie in with another one of your bullet points. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the other mummy movies. Like you said, we and we both agreed we didn't get as much mummy in this as we'd like, but uh, I'm going to bring it back again to you. The Brendan Fraser ones. Mm-hmm. We got maybe a little more mummy than we did in this one. And don't tell me just because it's Brendan Fraser and all the other stuff that it made it a good mummy movie. No, we had about the same tropes about the mummy curses as we did with the other one. We had the crows. We had, a, we, I'll just say it this way. We had a mm. shit ton of little things of, these are mummy curses. These are parts of mummy curses. We even had, we even brought back the sand face thing. So it's like we didn't get, it's not like we didn't get a bunch of the mummy. We didn't get as much as we'd like. Here's what I'm going to say to that. And can I throw one, one last Go part ahead. in there? You said it was too many um, genres. Genres. Isn't a mummy movie supposed to be kind of an action movie too? Just like in oh, that I'm one. Not, I'm not saying it's yeah. supposed to be like you were supposed to stick to one genre and that's what. You're oh, supposed I know. To do. I'm just saying though. That's why I threw in the the trope word. Yeah, where I felt like there were from uh, the director there were too many of these kind of tropes from these different genres. Okay, thrown in there to where it's like, whoa, it's kind of like when you're eating a food. Okay. You're eating something and it's got a lot of flavors in there. And usually these are like not the greatest of meals. And you take that first bite and you're like, whoa, okay, what am I, mm, what am I tasting? There's a little bit of this in there, a little bit of that in there. Whoa, okay, that was a lot. Let me just think about what I tasted. That's what this movie was. There are ways to do the different genre thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like in cooking. There are ways to use multi-flavors. Think about the good foods that you may have. Where you think and you're like, okay, mm, that's good. That t- Ooh, oh, there, there's an aftertaste. Something that wasn't there right away. Yeah. This movie was option A, where you're sitting there going, well, that's, that's a lot of different flavors that I'm working with. And I can't really gauge onto one of them. The thing that I think and the reason why we can't use the past mummies as a true like comparison to this okay is those mummy movies were its own it was mummy 1 mummy 2 mummy 3 boom they're off on their own this and maybe this goes back to the point i mentioned at the beginning of the review of the hype train for the dark universe okay because this is a part of something bigger and because we've had this more hype than I would say for the mummy. Like the mummy was just like the Brendan Fraser mummy was just like, here's a mummy movie. It's called the mummy. It's going to be good. Brendan Fraser's in it. That That's basically how it was. Yeah. Nowadays, this was supposed to be, oh, we're bringing back the monster movies. We're making this big universe. We're going to go with a serious tone. Like it, there's going to be comedy in there, but like, this is going to be like a serious tone to the Marvel, or not Marvel, the universal dark universe, monster universe. And I think that that hype that they had with the universe was too much. And part of me also felt like, and I mentioned this to you also after we saw the movie, was part of me wonders when the universe idea popped into their heads. Yeah, that because part. it almost felt like it almost felt like this movie was mummy, 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 mummy. Oh, oh, there's a universe which could make sense to your discombobulation at the beginning. 
Yeah. Because think about if there was never a universe. Never a universe. That beginning would have been the Crusader scene. Aminette story. Yeah. We just would have had a different narrator. Yeah. I mean, it just, it would have made more sense just with, to just get rid of... Honestly, it would have probably made more sense in the beginning. made it less... A lot less choppy if we just got rid of that little intro-ish type thing. You're talking about the when they did Universal and then it kind of turned. It was like Dark Universe. No, that was before even that okay. was before everything. Remember when they started like flashing like uh, like I'm trying to think the the BBC stories. And yeah, okay, all the that news stories, news the, stories, and all the that second stuff. One, the one right after the Crusade, right before yeah. Aminem, but right after. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't needed. That was not necessary. I mean. The only the only reason that would have like the only reason I could argue for that it was needed yeah. was they found the tomb. The news stories were not. All it had to be simp like simple and all it had to be was basically you see them like find a tomb. Yeah. And shortly after the Panjinjian guys come in and it's just like, Oh, why are you here? Boom. Here's your pam here's your papers, leave. Yeah. Could have cut half that scene. He could have cut that scene in half and it would have worked. All you needed from that was that Pandigian found it. And they know where they are where the or you know where the ruby is. Yeah. Because let's be honest, we all knew the ruby. Like as soon as they found that, it's like, okay, there's the ruby. It's in one of those fuckers. Yeah, it's in one crack of those. That, crack that thing open. Let's find it. Yeah. Kind of a thing. And I just kind of feel like my biggest. My biggest kind of sore spot in this movie okay. is the – I feel like they focus too much on setting up the universe. That's the one that like if I'm going with my number one, that if I'm ranking what this movie did wrong because there's not a lot that it did right um, in my mind. Like there's a few – like the list of good is a lot shorter than the list of negative in me and – Number one would be you tried to set up the universe and make that your main focus when there could have been a healthy balance or you could have done the Iron Man thing. Focus in on the mummy and then kind of even like continue the hype, have a mummy movie and then at the end just have Russell Crowe's character like Nick Fury. We're Pandigian. We're going to find these monsters. Yeah. We're going to rid. we're going to control these like. That's to me like Pangigian already being an established force. You're taking all the excitement away from me. Well, so is Shield. Well, no, with Shield, it was they were there, but let's be honest, Shield wasn't really that important. What was more important is, yeah. hey, there's other heroes like you. I want you to help me find them. Yeah, this could have been after after Tom Cruise got his powers. Hey. You have powers now. You are the soldier of fortune. There are other monsters just like you. I want you to help me find them. I want you to help me find them and contain them so that they don't they don't cause havoc on this world like the mummy did. That's what it could have been. Yeah. Could have been after credit. Could have been before the credit. That's how we could have had. But I know what you're saying. It's too much like Marvel. I wouldn't have cared. Well, no. The one I wouldn't thing, have cared. One thing I was actually going to say instead was that's a little bit more to set up than it was in the Marvel movie. Because 
we're shield. There's other heroes out there. Mm. I need you to do this. This is you have to kind of set up. Hey, we're this group. We do this. We have these things going. There's like, more. There's, like I said, like I said, it would have been a little bit longer than an after credit. That's yeah. why I would have put it at the end of the movie. Have everything go on between the soldier of fortune and the mummy. Yeah. Have it play out exactly. He gets his powers. Then, boom, we are Pandigian. And then this is where you can kind of continue the hype train of like, holy shit, there's the Swamp Thing. Oh, my God. There's he's talking about Dracula. There's Frankenstein. Oh, man, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Instead of like what we had where I like my maybe it's just Ricky. You were way too hyped and this movie didn't live up to the hype. Maybe, maybe. that's the end of it. But there were things in this movie like the focusing too much on building the universe, like the, I'm going to say the care, the one we didn't get into a lot was the, I felt like the characters never developed. I will be honest. They I agree with you developed. on that. There was not a lot of character development. Like never developed. And like the one thing that like Tom Cruise in this movie, most of his acting in this movie was, was making surprise faces. That was it. That was like that was it. Like there were some lines that he had here and there, but his character never really developed. Like the character that had to me the most development, and it wasn't even that much of development because he was the comic relief character. Was Jack Johnson? Jack Johnson's mm-hmm. character was the only Jake? Jake Johnson was the only one that had the most development, and he didn't even have much development because he was the comic relief. Well, I'll be honest, um, I can't 100% agree with you. Tom Cruise's oh. character did have some development. It was minuscule, but it was there. So um, he got powers at the end. No, it's not just that. I he mean, learned to choose someone else over himself. Yeah, basically. Isn't that what a lot of our One heroes scene. do? One scene. Isn't that what most of the heroes do? Realize that I it's bigger than myself? But... The thing that made it so minuscule yeah. was that usually when that happens, there is buildup to it. You get to see the oh, thought yeah. process of them fighting with that emotion. She brought it up early that he only, like, here's here's the bullet points to that kind of how okay. it went down. The beginning, when she said he lasted 15 seconds and only cares about himself, that's number one. Okay. Number two, when... He saw the vision and was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. tried to throw it back in her face, and she didn't want to go. She didn't believe him. That was number two. And then the ending. Three points. There was no actual, like, build off of that that was sustaining through the movie for me. I mean, for me, it was them, like, they were the back and forth of not liking each other to sort of liking each other. And you see a glimpse of him liking, like, actually caring about someone when he gives her the shoot. But then he kind of pulls that away. No, he, yeah. He, by he saying, oh, I thought there was another I one. I thought there was another one. That, yeah. Boom. Vanished. Well, I wouldn't say it vanished. It's just like him not like being able to say, oh, I do. No, it was to save I, you. No, I can't admit that. And then it finally, like, you see at the more so at the mm-hmm. end than anything of the development between the two of them. Mm-hmm. No, me and you saw two different things there. Yeah. Because when he said that. The tone of voice he was using and everything said to me, yeah, he really thought there was a second suit and he didn't even think about you at all. Yeah, I mean, but how easy it is, is it to say that to someone when you don't want them to actually know how you feel? Um, Tom Cruise, like his character felt like he, from the beginning, said like wore his like, this is what I'm going to say. Yeah, I, I could care less. Like, look at the beginning. 
his dear friend, he cuts open his water and says, well, you can either ride back a day or you can, uh, looks like you got to come with me now. But that's character development, too. Looks like you got to come with me now. I mean, there was, li- I'm not saying there was no character development. Yeah. But the character development that they had was so small to where at the end that that reveal for Tom Cruise should have been greater. Should have been know, greater I felt than like there it was, was a little bit more than you're seeing, but that should have been greater than it was. And like the one that I would say, like me saying Jake Johnson's character was being a little bit, I would say the mummy had more. The okay, actual I can... mummy had more character development than him. That I can agree with. Because we saw her backstory. That's like the main reason. Like, this movie was not a good movie in my eyes. And I am honestly right now very nervous about this universe that they're setting up. Well, Because I'm- A, halfway through the movie, I'm like, how are they going to do these other movies? How are they going to connect this? And two, I'm like... Holy crap, if this is what they're going to do with this movie, I don't even want to know what they're going to do with the other ones because it felt like I'm not saying Tom Cruise is a bad actor. I'm just saying it felt like they went how do we sell this? We got get we got to get someone like Tom. We got to get someone like Tom Cruise. That's what we need. Like they spent the money on Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe and then we're like like okay, like Jake Johnson not as A-listed yeah. as Tom Cruise, I was fine with him. Sophia Butella, I was fine with her. Mm-hmm. But it's like the rest of the cast besides Jekyll, Morton, Jenny, Aminette, and Vale, there's none. There was only five characters, and out of those five characters, I couldn't tell you one that had huge development. That's a problem to me. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anyone had huge development. It's not gonna be like Marvel's development. You gotta have. You gotta have at least one. At least one of those. I agree. Huge development. I'm not not saying it was. Yeah. I'm not saying they did 100 percent right in it. I'm Uh not saying they did as wrong as. You aren't. You and I aren't gonna see eye to eye on that. Not happy with it. Yeah. I mean, you and I aren't gonna see Mm -hmm. eye to eye on that 100 percent because I see more development than you did. But that's just perspective. It's exactly, and then, no, like, then it's fine. So setting up the universe, the character development, and then that third one of too many, too many genres in there. Yeah, too many. Like I said, the one thing I'm going to say about um, the setting up the universe mm-hmm. thing, um, overall, well, I'll just go with this way. Overall, there's things they could have done better in the movie to make it better. Yeah, a lot of the stuff I would have been fine with leaving it in. I, we already talked about what I would take out, mm-hmm. but I mean. What what would you have done aside from the the Marvel Nick Furying it? Let's say that's not an option. So you're saying just off of what we have now? Off of what we have now. Well, I'm just saying if you can't Nick Fury it, like throw it at the end and say this is the group. Mm-hmm. You have to have the Mummy movie. You have to have the Mummy stuff, mm-hmm. but you also have to establish this group because this is the universe we're going with. We have to at least establish this group. You have to know about them because Marvel. If you are a Marvel fan, you, I would have had you already. Pan, I would have had Pandigium in the background. Okay, I would have had the main beef of the story be on the mummy and the fortune, or Nick Morton, the soldier of fortune. Okay, and then kind of have Pandigium in the background where they're kind of there at first, and you notice them a little more as the movie goes on. Okay, toward that you know their presence is there. And one more thing, um, you keep har- you kept harping on um, mm-hmm. why do they like not the best time to set up mm-hmm. the whole universe? 
I got to kind of say, setting up the universe with the using set as like, hey, this is how the whole universe ties Mm -hmm. in. It's probably your best bet because how else are you going to tie that universe in? Explain what you mean. Set is the god of life after death. Mm -hmm. The as some of them see the evil incarnate in the movie overall, mm-hmm. it's a curse from the Egyptian okay. thing. That's I figured I, I thought that was a pretty decent way of tying that all together to have the mummy movie, have a, a cursed person who is supposed to be the living embodiment of set. And they probably could have done some other better things inside there. That's how I see it is all tied in together. That's why I'm like, okay, I get it. I get how they, Tied all these parts together. Not all of them, but chunks of them. I can see that. Yes. However, the thing that I'm looking at is part of me feels like, and I don't want to make it seem like, wow, Ricky, you didn't put a lot of thought into this. I think that's too deep of a dive. Okay. For for the normal person. And I'm not saying like, oh, Johnny, like you dove too deep, but I don't think everyone's going to dive that deep into it. Okay. Not everyone's going to take that much steps to get to how it ties in. If you're going to tie something together, you kind of need to throw it out there. You need to put it well, in I their mean, face. It, it was, it was, this is, this is the mummy's curse. You're now the living in living embodiment of set, which mm-hmm. they've thrown in our face multiple times. I still don't know with the after the, the end scene with him riding off into the desert. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. Like, and I get the whole point of, like, if it was a good movie, I'd be saying, well, I don't know what he's doing. I don't care. But because it's not a solid movie in my case, I'm sitting there going, I don't know how he ties into the rest of it. And it okay. makes me nervous. Like, I look at Bride of Frankenstein in Valentine's of 2019. Okay. I don't know what they're going to do. And what makes me even more nervous yeah. is this was directed by um, Kurtzman and Chris Mor- or Chris Morgan, those two are, are produced by them. Those two are going to be producing the next one, which kind of makes me nervous. The only thing that doesn't, and I pardon, I said directing, I meant producing, is that we do we never have the same directors we had for this first one. Mm-hmm. We'll never have right now for the next one, two, three, four, I think five of these movies. Yeah. They're the only are the only ones. Like Bill Condon is the next director we have. And pardon me, that's three. We have Dracula is gonna be Jonathan Wilson or Williamson. And then Bill Condon is gonna be Bride of Frankenstein. Like Bride of Frankenstein, I'll ask you, how do you how do they fit that in after seeing the mummy? After seeing the Where mummy. Where do you go from with Bride of Frankenstein? Well the thing was I didn't notice it like you did. The the Skull? Frankenstein's skull. Because he had the line on his head, Well, that's, right? that's any time they take a brain out of the skull. But who's the one that has yeah, that? Yeah, Frankenstein has yeah. that. But look, I, I didn't get that from that. I just saw, like, that's how they extracted the brain out of the skull because he had... But was I wrong? Like, I'm asking... Oh, it's possible. I'm asking honestly. I'm not, was I wrong to think that when I saw the line in oh, that th- bigger I'm, skull? I didn't notice it was bigger. It looked like a normal human skull to me. But I'm not going to argue because mm-hmm. it could possibly be that. Yeah. But I noticed the Dracula skull, the hand See, of the... That's the thing. Is it Dracula or, or is it just vampire. a random vampire? Exactly. And that's the thing. I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. So honestly, we don't have enough info on any much of this to know why we have. Well, my question more so is why do we have a Bride of Frankenstein without an actual Frankenstein movie? 
So that's the thing I have to mm-hmm. wonder first. So And the thing that also makes me nervous, and I don't mean to cut you off. No, that's fine. But one of the things, and a lot of people's reviews have had this set in it, yeah. where it felt like the same point I said, where it felt like we need Tom Cruise to sell this movie. We need that main actor yeah. to sell this movie. I don't think they can have just that one actor to sell everything and then Russell Crowe kind of being a side piece. Mm-hmm. They need more. They need to spend more on the cast because right now yeah. they're going to have the same thing. Johnny Depp is Invisible Man. You've got um, Angelina Jolie is rumored to be Bride of Frankenstein. Dwayne The Rock Johnson rumored to be the Wolfman. I see those names and I think, are you just throwing money at these actors and actresses to get them on it so that I go just because it's Angelina Jolie? Is that all you're going to do? See, I I'm hope ho- not. I'm I hope, hoping not either. I hope you're actually going to take this universe seriously because I thought you were coming into this. And after this movie, I kind of don't think so anymore. I'm hoping so they do. But I mean, that's what they have to do then is pick the right actors for the right parts mm-hmm. too. Um, we had this discussion before. You and I don't agree with the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson thing when it comes to Wolfman. I wouldn't mind. Like, I don't think it'd be a terrible choice. I just feel like they can probably find someone who can portray the character better um, of like a humanized mm-hmm. ver- part of the Wolfman, not the Wolfman part, but the humanized part of it. Because I always saw it. Is as he a- too jacked? No, uh, is maybe. He, is he too muscly? To me, like he's got those pythons. To me, it's less that and more of. I've never seen him in a role that's dark like that. As I've always seen her comedy, thought, as I've always heard, like felt of the Wolfman, the one what was it, two thousand five? We got a Wolfman movie, mm-hmm. and um, any other Wolfman thing? I've watched the old Wolfman from like the nineteen thirties, nineteen forties. I just don't see his acting as that character. I mean, he could prove me wrong, but it's just let's. Pick the actors for the roles to make sure. Just like Marvel's been doing it, they've been pretty spot on with the characters they picked, except for Hulk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until now. Like, I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at The Rock and really the most serious things that he's been in. Yeah. I mean, the Fast and the Furious, that's kind of action comedy. Yeah. Um I mean, Ballers, which I know you wouldn't watch because it's sports Yeah, I don't agents. do sports ones, That's really. kind of a TV drama. Okay. So that's probably the most serious um, that he's been in in recent, but like... There's another the, one I can't remember. The last the... thing that I would say would be the most serious thing he's been in is 2015 San Andreas. Okay. That was the one with the okay, earthquake yeah, yeah. Yeah. in um, California. And there's going to be a San Andreas um, part two, which actually... The one thing that was just announced recently, and we knew this because he was going to be Black Adam in the Black Adam yeah. movie, but he's going to be Black Adam in Shazam. Yeah. Black Adam will be in the Shazam movie. Yeah, exactly. But I know that takes away from The Mummy, but I thought I'd mention it because you brought up Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, yeah. I w- that's fine. Um, the one thing I wanted to get to. Okay. We're getting kind of long in the tooth here. Yes. For this review. Let's start with the show stealer and the before I kind of ask you who you said. Yeah. Johnny and I are thinking of the same two. Um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Whichever one Johnny doesn't say, I'm going to pick. So, Johnny, who are you giving the show stealer award to? It's really close because, <laughs> as we talked about, I'm giving it to the other one. Yeah, I know. And it's just really close because 
we both agree in different variations that there was mm-hmm. not a ton of character development, like I said, in different variations. But I'm giving it to Sophia Butella as uh, Aminet. Wow, I as don't know mummy. why. As the mummy. I don't know why I couldn't, I, like, my brain blanked on how to say her name. I, I'm giving it to her. She does have the most character development. I do. I love lo- I love. I love her menacing looks. Like, that was it actually one. sent chills down my spine watching, certain times. Watching her featurette, the, like, and even how she was able to move her body when she was, like, crawling up the chain. Yeah. That was real. Yeah. Like, even, like, the, like, and that's the part I liked about, like, the plane scene, that was real. Tom Cruise did all of his own stunts. Yeah. I just didn't think the movie was that good. It's just, like, it's just the way she moved, the way she looked, like, talked, not just that, like, like her facial expressions, all of it was just, mm-hmm. it creeped me out a bit, and it also gave me, like, when the, I don't know about you, but when she gave some of those menacing stares, like, this is... This is how yeah. I want it to happen. This is mm-hmm. how it's going. Very seductive. Very seductive. And at the same time, gave chills down my spine. She also had that, like, I got that. She played it perfectly, too. That kind of, like, whenever she was trying to coerce Tom Cruise's yeah. character, that kind of, like, flirtatious, like. Yeah, she did that really well, too. I'm going to get you to do whatever. Like, that that girl that you know that's like, I'm going to get you to do whatever I want just with my look. Yeah, that girl that. That is what she had perfectly down to yeah down to the tooth is what even, she had even when she had the big gap in her face with the mm-hmm. makeup it's like damn she's still pulling that off mm-hmm. like no, that look i was i was very happy that she at least had a nice performance i'm gonna give it to uh to johnson for and, his chris vale and the reason why is i feel like he was the best character in this by far like at the beginning adding that comic relief right away even as an undead zombie man, yeah, like I, I just love it. new whether it's like new girl, specter. whether it's um, let's be cops, whatever yeah. I see him in, I just love him in. He does comedy very well. He like and and that's the thing. It's like I maybe it's because you're like, oh well, Ricky, you're just picking the um, comedic character, and I, I got I gotta go with him. He's plus he's a Chicago area Chicago area. Guy from Evanston, Illinois. Got to throw some love mm-hmm. to the uh, Chicago area people when you can. No, I, I loved it, and I you're oh. gonna, we're going to get more of him because he's brought back to life by Tom Cruise. Yeah, help well, me, Tom Cruise. I'm well, dead. I'm a I zombie. Just, <laughs> I just love how he like. I think he was more of a specter because he would appear and then in disappear. The I love that's the part I did love though. Yeah, when he's talking to him in the mirror, walks around to the other side, doesn't see him. And then looks in the mirror and there he is. Like, yeah, exactly. That was a cool camera trick. Yeah, exactly. That they did. Because like it's, he's not really a zombie. He's yeah. not there. He's like a specter. He's like, yeah, I'm going to walk you through this. But you have to. we have to do what she says because otherwise it's not going to work out well for either of us. Mm-hmm. And they, perfect time. Like his scenes were like the perfect times of comic relief. Yeah. And I mean, I did like what he brought to the table. Yeah, exactly. In a movie I was not that excited Fond about. Of- and that leads us to what we usually end the show with. How many curses you give? I'm going to let you go first. Five. I'm going to give it one out of five. One I changed five. my answer. Wow. Because after talking about it with you, I'm even more displeased with it. Really? I'm going to give it a one out of five. And I'm the a- reason I'm doing that is because originally I was going to give it a two out of five. Okay. But then I'm like, you know what? It wasn't that good. One out of five. 
Like it wasn't like I'm like two. I'm being too nice. Two is too nice. Giving it a one. See, you're gonna be kind of. I don't know how you're gonna feel about my score. Don't for give it, it then. a four. Don't give it a four. Oh, I'm giving it a three out of five. I thought I. They knew you were gonna give it a three. I thought it was a fairly <laughs> decent movie. That's why I knew you. As soon as you said, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I'm like, he's giving it a three. I am. I mean, I would never get it a four or five. It wasn't that high up there. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Would you watch it again? Yeah. Would you go to theaters and pay for it again? One more time, yeah. Would you buy it on DVD? Not. It depends on what movies are out. Okay. Because you said I'd see it again in theaters, which I think you'd be crazy to go do. I am, though, so I we mean, all know that. I wouldn't go and pay and see this again. I'd go and see it Let's again. Let's put it this way. Even if I saw it on Netflix, I'd be like, no, nah, I'll pass. I would, I would go see it again. You want to know what it got on Rotten Tomatoes, by huh. the way? 17%. Damn. Got a 17%, and the audience score was a 45. So a mixed bag on the audience. However, a 17 on Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't, I didn't think it was... I wouldn't go see it again. I'm kind of now nervous for the dark universe. Like, at this point, I'm like, why did I get excited for this? I'm kind of regretting that I got hyped up for it well, because be, of how much this did not live up to the hype. Well, let's be fair. Let's give it the same chance you did uh, the, the DC universe. BVS, there's only one thing wrong with that. Really? I Only don't have one. the same connection. I don't have the same connection to the monsters. That I'm just I saying, do Batman. Let's be fair. Just like I, we, I did the we'll same see. thing at DC. We, I, you know, it's bad, huh? When Wonder Woman, a movie in its second week, beats you by 20 million. Yeah, in your opening weekend. But I'm just gonna say, just like, just like those other two movies, mm-hmm. or just like the not the other two, the um other. Uh, I'm gonna do the same thing I did with DC. I'm gonna give it other. One to two more chances. Okay. See how the second one goes. We'll see how bright, we'll see how bright as Frankenstein goes. Exactly. We'll see. But this is where That's me. This is where we turn it on you guys, like we always do. Let us know what you think down below about anything we talked about in this review. What did you think? How many curses would you give it out of five? Who was your show stealer? What did you think? What anything we talked about? Let us know down below in the description. Make sure to also hit that subscribe button or that follow button if you're listening on YouTube or Blog Talk Radio. I want to thank you guys for watching and listening to this review. We had a great month of May. want to keep things going, and it is all thanks to people like you who watch and listen to our podcast. But thank you guys again for checking us out, and as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.